Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everyone. This is Mrs. Atom. This is Mr. Atom. And you're listening to us here on By the By. Yep. Welcome back, folks. Yeah. If you're new here, welcome, period. <laughs> everybody has a first time, right? Yes, everybody has a first time. And that's a good segue into what we're going to talk about. <laughs> Look at you being all clever. And I know, that doesn't usually happen. I'm I not know. the clever one. <laughs> I know, that's why I was so surprised. <laughs> I left you speechless for a moment. I know, you're the pretty one. I'm the clever one. Um, so, yeah, uh, we we typically do things um, a bit differently than we're going to do it this time. Normally we talk about stuff that's going on, but... It's been kind of slow. Yeah, we've yeah. had a quiet couple of weeks. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's been, uh, I won't say boring, but, you know, it's just been slow. Yeah. Good quality people are hard to find, folks. Yeah. There's <laughs> nothing new, exciting, different, been done, just kind of the same old usual. And it's been a good few weeks, but quiet on that front. Yeah. So. But, so we're going to move straight into our meat and potatoes section of the, of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um and one of the things we want to talk about this time is, you know, we're a bisexuality podcast that we've, you know, we've, I won't say we've grazed over bisexuality, but we haven't really focused on it, I don't guess, a lot. Not in a while. Yeah. yeah. But we wanted to talk about our first experiences and some of our better experiences and some of our worst experiences and so on and so forth. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm going to put Mrs. Adam on the spot and. I know, right? Why but do I have to go first? Because I was talking enough, <laughs> smart it. enough to, to jump <laughs> in and say. <laughs> um, so, tell me about your first experience with another woman. Actually, let's let's change this up a bit. Okay. Um, rather than that, we'll get to that. But tell me about when you were first attracted to a, other women or other females, I guess I should say. Well, uh, and I guess attracted on what level is kind of where... It, I don't really know where your questioning is going there. Well, that's a good question. Um, I don't, I mean, I, I really didn't have a, I didn't have like a, 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 a time frame or, you know, like a sexual or non-sexual, but you know, yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, cause you know, you think about like growing up and, and we all have friends that are of both sexes and whatnot. Um, I do remember one of the early times, I mean, it was, probably late elementary school, early middle school for me, um, that had a very good friend who, you know, she and I, we were best friends and we did everything together. We were always together at school. We were always together outside of school. You know, it was just, we were always together doing things and we were just very good friends. And, you know, we'd be walking through the playground holding hands and like swinging hands and stuff. And people would tease us about being gay. And how, we, wait, how old were you? And who were these uh, people that would tease you? This would have been sixth to eighth grade. Growing up in the I South, guess it, actually it was more, it was elementary school, so it would have been the sixth grade, could have been fifth. But, you know, and they were teasing us about that, and I, we didn't think anything of it. I'm not sure they really even knew or what they were saying or 
meant anything by it, but because I mean, it was also our friends that would also say it, but it was just, you know, because we were always together and holding hands and whatever. Um, but we were just good friends. Um, and, you know, I would say, <laughs> who knows if where things might have gone if I had stayed, but we moved away before either of us really got to any kind of sexual maturity that we realized what, you know, attraction was per se in, in a sexual realm. Um, and so I guess that's what, you know, I guess if you're talking as far as like sexually, then that I would skip ahead towards college. And at that point is, you know, it was one of those things that I was always attracted to women. I've always felt like the female form is a lot more sexy than the male form. Sorry, boys out there. I think you're sexy as hell, but there's just something about the curves on a woman. You can't deny it. it it's beautiful. Um, and so I, but it, you know, it wasn't until college that I would even think about acting on that. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. So yeah, but why did why wait till college? And at that point, weren't you like in a serious relationship in college? Yes, but I would say, um, I say serious heterosexual relationship. Well, and that and that's it because like in you know in high school, I mean, I was living in a small town in the south, and you mm. just. It wasn't, I mean, sure, there were some gay people um, in the school, but most were fairly closeted. Um, nobody really talked about it. It was just, it just wasn't, you know, it just wasn't a thing you did. Mm. Um, you know, any kind of relationship was looked at as more of a heterosexual thing. And so it just never even occurred to me that I could get into a relationship with a female. And like you said, by the time I got to college, I was in a serious relationship with a guy. Um, fortunately, it was a little more, mm, I'm going to say fluid, not not near as fluid as our relationship, uh, <laughs> but he was... We're basically the waterfall of relationships. Yeah. <laughs> Which is nice. Don't it's really awesome. Chasing wa- I can't sing anymore because I don't want to have to pay the rights. <laughs> But, yeah, so at that point, like I said, we were in a very serious relationship, but at the same time, you know, if if I kissed a girl, made out with a girl or something, he, d- he didn't care. I mean, yeah. most guys don't care if girls do anything, right? I mean, yeah, that, yeah. That's okay, right? Yeah, uh, and, in fact, when we would be out either at bars or playing pool or somewhere out and about in town, you know, I could be flirting with guys, and he thought it was great, and he, you know, and, and it was, you know, he always got a kick out of it when I would be flirting with a guy and then the guy would like ask me out or whatever. And I'd be like, oh, sure. Let me go ask my husband, see if it's okay. <laughs> and, you know, cause we didn't care. But at that point, guys were like, nope, nope, done. Bye bye. You know? Um, so it was, t- we didn't take it seriously. That's fine. You know, I mean, like I said, it wasn't near as fluid as, as our relationship, but it was not like a staunch, you cannot talk to another guy or girl or anything. So, Yeah. All right. So when was the first time that you like actually, I guess, first, when was, do you remember like your first female, female kiss? Yes. How old were you? Oh, she didn't, Wait, she's making I a have, face. She's no, I have to think face. if there was anything before this one. Oh, she's making a serious thinking um, face. <laughs> it looks not a lot the, like, it looks okay. like her orgasm face. I was going to say, not quite the same as the O face, it, but. It's pretty close. <laughs> I was looking at you last night when you were coming in. You could just. I was like, all right, she's actually either really enjoying this or trying to figure out the final Jeopardy question. <laughs> <laughs> it's a look of intensity. It is. Um, 
Yeah, I would have to. I I don't recall any others before this one, but it was it was in college. It was a, a girl that I worked with. She was a couple years younger than me. Um, Robin the cradle. Yeah, she was legal, barely. <laughs> but I mean, hell, I wasn't much older. She's probably two years younger than me. Um, but we worked together, and she was adorable. She's cute, skinny little brunette. Um, you know, big mouth, beautiful eyes, a lot of fun. And she was um, very fashion conscious. She wanted to go to school. Her What she wanted to do is she wanted to go to school to design clothing. Um, and so she made a lot of clothes. And so she made some stuff. And, like, you know, she would be like, oh, here, wear this. We're going to go out tonight. And, you know, so we would go out and whatnot. And, yeah, so she was the first one that I kissed. And we were making out while my husband was in the front seat of the car at some point. <laughs> wow! Like, you know, guys don't care wait, about that. Wait, what just led to this? <laughs> I it was after you a party. From <laughs> it was we went out one night and went to a party and whatever, and then oh, on gotcha. the way home we just started making you out. Got a little handsy because yeah. you were a little drunk. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. And, and the back seat of the, in the back seat of the car. I just mean. stopped there, just making out a bit. <laughs> yeah, nothing. No, that's too bad. Yeah, but I mean, in the back seat of the car, it's you know, good place to do that kind of thing, right? Yeah. Back seat <laughs> of the car, it's a good place to do a lot of things. Yeah. Um, so when was the, so we'll say the next level, if that was, we'll say first base, at what point mm-hmm. did you get to second base? Well, we got to second base that night. Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> tops came off <laughs> we, in the backseat. Yeah. All right. Third base. Did you make it to third base? <laughs> uh, no, not that night. Right. <laughs> that, that was, that was the later time. Yeah. I'm thinking third base is below the belt. You know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Lucky first husband. Yeah. Of course he was probably paying attention to the road. Um, I'm not sure the car was moving at the time. That's, that's, of course it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> we, I, I'm, I can't say for right, certain, then, but then I'm pretty had... sure we were in, I'm pretty sure we were in like her driveway because we were dropping her off afterwards. Um, we were in somebody's driveway. I'm going to assume it was hers. And why didn't you go to the next level? I, you know, I don't really remember. Hmm. It was too long ago. I'm getting old. <laughs> I don't remember. Aren't we all getting old? <laughs> All right, so at what point then did you move to the the third base? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, that was that would have been another time that we went out. Same girl um, okay. that we went out. Oh, so you actually did sleep with this girl? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. See, I'm learning shit too, people. <laughs> yeah, she was she was adorable. She was she was fun. Um, and it's kind of a shame that you know she moved away to go to college and whatnot and just lose touch. But cause, yeah, but that's how things go. Um, but no, yeah, she was the first one that I ever actually slept with. Oh, okay. Was he there with you when y'all hooked up? No. Oh, so it was just you two, just yes. the girls. Yes. Ooh. Mm. Was it at work? No. Oh, too bad. Wait, no, there were cameras all over work. We couldn't get away with that. <laughs> That's what I was asking. <laughs> I was going to see if I could get a hold of this. No. <laughs> there, there was only one, like, literally maybe 12-inch section that was not covered by camera. That was it. 12 inches, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we did not do that at work. Yeah. Interesting. All right. So at what point then did you sort of self-identify as bisexual? I would say it was because, again, it was nothing. It wasn't anything I ever thought about because I and I guess just putting that term to it. And unlike you, I don't put a lot of stock on labels as much. Quiet you, woman. You like to label things and put things in boxes. Yes. Um, and you're the scientist <laughs> who, by definition, should like to label things and put them in yes, boxes. Yes, yes, yes. 
But I guess that I just never even thought about it. You know, sure, you know, attracted to females and whatnot, attracted to boys, um, but I just never thought about so you never, but the term bisexual applying to me until it would have been, I mean, after my second husband, when I, I, when I took the time, because after the first one, it was kind of one of those, you know, I was in my little circle and I had all my usual friends, um, and so it was... You know, I just didn't branch out very much from that before the second husband. After the second husband was when I had, as part of splitting up, cut off a number of my friends um, because they were more his friends. They weren't what I, they weren't positive influences in my life. And I wanted to focus on, I only want people in my life that are positive influences. And so I kind of just started a bit from scratch. And that was kind of when I started to, to realize that I could actually be in a relationship with a girl or a guy, it doesn't matter the sex. All I want is a is a fun person, an interesting person, and somebody who I enjoy being around. It doesn't matter the sex. Right, fair enough. Um, so we have a, a friend that is a mutual friend of ours, but is your friend, the one that we moved. I don't can't come up with a good name for her uh, <laughs> on this, but oh, I think right, you know who right, I'm talking about. Right. Would you have had a relationship with her? Potentially. Because I sort of see that but, from both of y'all. Yes. That she doesn't seem to be the, the kind that would I be. would say that, that there at times could be tension, sexual tension there. Um, but I would see it as I couldn't have a permanent relationship with her. Um, she's I would, lovely but crazy. She's she's very lovely but just not a person I can live with. And I guess that's, you know, that's obviously yeah, extremely important. Yeah. Um, and so I tend to think that if I had a relationship with her, it would have to be a fun, kind of easy breezy, come and go, maybe... Yeah, friends with benefits. Yeah, friends with benefits type thing. And I don't think she could do that. Gotcha. I think she yeah. wants something more permanent. I also don't know that she would or has thought about having a relationship with a female. Even well, though I think... She hadn't thought about it with you being around. I mean, because just she, seeing you two together, there was tension. Yeah, I think she would. And we always, like, if we went somewhere, we would always sleep together in the same bed. Mm-hmm. Um, but she always had clothes on. Because <laughs> she knew you. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that but doesn't really... realistic. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Adam has some roaming hands in the middle of the night if you're naked. I'm asleep. I don't realize I'm doing it. Yeah, sure, right. I'm asleep. <laughs> <laughs> not not always, but oftentimes I'll wake up and, you know. That sounds a bit rapey. <laughs> <laughs> I just like She's to touch. Like, mm, yes, of course. I just like to touch. And if there's somebody there, I want to hold them and cuddle. And yes. that, you know, cuddling leads to other things sometimes. Yes, yes. So. I'm going to cuddle you from the inside. <laughs> um, so if you were single again, mm-hmm. you would... Would you still sway more towards men? Would you still sway more towards women? Or do you think it does, does it even matter? I don't think it matters. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it matters. And I think a lot of that depends on what's available as well. And, I mean, that sounds opportunistic and whatnot. But <laughs> I mean, that's how, that's reality. I mean, you know, if yeah. you have, because where we're living now, there's a lot more female options out True. there. And there's even, when I try to meet up with females now, a lot of times I get, oh, sorry, I'm not looking for somebody who's in a relationship. I'm looking for my future wife. Yeah, yeah. And so the fact that I'm in a relationship and I just want, you know, nice people to hang out with and maybe play occasionally, that's hard to, for me to find in a female. Because most of the girls I talk to want, not all of them, but many want something more permanent. Yeah. Um, so I, to me, it doesn't matter. One way or the other. Okay. As long yeah. as I can still have the other on the side as well. 
<laughs> so all future relationships would be open. They have to be, yeah. 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 I, I, yeah. For me. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate that. I, I would tend to agree as well. But Would uh, you have a future relationship that wasn't open? No. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds funny because, you know, like we've talked about it before. If you said no more women, I'd be like, okay, but there will always be guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I'm okay with you being the last woman that I ever touch. Don't she rolled her eyes. People can't <laughs> see you roll your eyes. With you. This is not a vlog. <laughs> <laughs> we we need to do we need to do eye roll <laughs> like, like hashtag eye roll um no uh, but you know it's because like, women are 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 okay and all but you know you much prefer the boys yeah i do um yeah. i don't know um so should we talk about your first time with a boy we can i was i wasn't necessarily done with yours oh, okay uh, <laughs> um so after this first time with this girl that mm-hmm. you worked with, when was the next one? It was several years later. I mean, because there were girls in between that you, know, you I would kiss and make out with and whatnot, but there was never anything more than that. Because I seem to remember you getting us kicked out of a bar because you were making <laughs> out with a girl. Yes, but again, that was many years later. Yeah. So. so you still hadn't learned. You were just still making out with a girl and getting us kicked out of a bar. Well... You know, mama wants what mama wants. We'll, we'll tell that story in a second. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm I'm a bit under the weather, but uh, I still wanted to podcast tonight. So that's why I'm coughing, drinking bourbon. At least Mr. Coughing. Adam can talk now. This morning he could not talk. That's right. This morning I was blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it was horrible. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's talk about your second, like, sexual experience, not just making out. With a girl? Yeah. Um, that would have been with you. Oh, shut up. <laughs> With your threesome that I got introduced to. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. Oh, that was fun. That was fun. I, I loved her. Uh, um, them, I guess, because there was two of them. There was a, a him and a her. Yes. But, you know, she was, I still, I have a special place in my heart for her. <laughs> yeah, she, she was the second girl I ever slept with. Yeah. So, she, so for she's those my of you, silver medal. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, this is a couple that Mr. Atom played with. Um, it was, I don't know. Was it your first threesome yep. after you split yep. up? Yeah, it was my so first threesome. First threesome after he split up from his ex-wife. First threesome period. Okay, for the first threesome yeah, period. There ever. we go. Yeah. And uh, so it was a couple that he had played with a number of times, and then after we started dating, I was introduced to them, and played a maybe a couple times before yeah. we ended up moving away. Um, so yeah, she was my second woman that I went. Yeah. I'm all still the trying way to with. get them to come visit us down here. I know yeah. they're fun. Yeah, lovely people. We, sh- we should definitely get them down here. For They're really great people, and I really, really like her. Um, okay, so oh, I was going to talk about something, but I don't. My my brain just just kind of left. Um, so we talked about sex. Okay, so tell me, what do you think your your best experience with a female has ever been? Um, and I guess yeah. I say best, most re- most memorable, or what you enjoyed. I would say it de- it, it depends on what way, because so there was a time when I was with Sally. Um, we were both out of town for work, oh, and yeah. I remember that we went out, had dinner. Of course, you know, I ended up staying with her mm-hmm. in her hotel room, and so it was just a nice dinner, and then relaxed play and. You know, we just went back to the hotel and, and 
played the rest of the evening and yes, I ended up falling a, asleep. I remember getting a text <laughs> that said, this entire hotel room smells like sex. Yes, it did. Oh, because we took a bath first. That's yeah. right. We took a bath first, and then we went and played, and then yeah. the whole hotel room smelled like sex. Yeah. Yes, it was awesome. It was fun. It's nice because it was just a nice long evening, just kind of chill, nothing, you know. Um, so that was good in a lot of ways. Um but I gotta say, I mean, on the flip side of that, I don't know, maybe I like it more relaxed with girls. Because then the other thing was, you know, when, when Sandy stayed the night when we were moving, and we've yeah. already talked about that, um, and she came and helped pack. And so, you know, she was helping pack up. We went to dinner, and, and we just cuddled that night, and then woke up in the middle of the night yeah. and played some. Um, and so that was nice as well. So maybe I just like it more relaxed with girls. I never thought okay. about that. No, yeah, but, but that is, you make a very good point because both of the, your favorites there yeah. are with with long-term friends. Yeah. These aren't new people. These are no. people that you've known for quite a while, nearly yeah. a year on both cases. Mm-hmm. Um, and you slow and no pressure and easy. Yeah. Which is what I would have thought is sort of your antithesis. Well, because with guys, I'm different. Yeah, because yeah. you're all high pressure, girl, not high pressure, but you but, are sort of high pressure. And yeah, and I, I guess it's, I don't, to me, and maybe it's because I'm n- not as much of a, wait, my thing's, sorry. <laughs> your my, microphone. My microphone off. was weird. Um, <laughs> but maybe it's because I don't read girls as well, because I've always been around boys more. I mm-hmm. grew up with boys. I've, you know, hung out with boys a lot more i i get boys um but girls are harder for me and so i don't want to pressure a girl into something that she's not comfortable with and so maybe you know for me i guess when i know somebody well and it's an established relationship then i feel like okay well we can you know i can ask for what i want um but when it's somebody new i'm always afraid to ask too much or too forcefully because i don't want to offend them and girls seem to get in a tizzy a little more than boys. I'm going to generalize there. Um, it's true. Stereotyping <laughs> saves time. <laughs> and it's not true for everyone. I get it. But at the same time, it's, you know, I have, to, I feel like I have to tiptoe around new girls more than boys. Right, because you don't want to scare boys, them away. You yeah. Don't wanna, right. But boys, true. I can be more direct because yeah. most guys get it. They, pre- you know, that's what they respond to. Hmm. So. I wonder if, I, now you've got me wondering if that sexual generalization is true or not. Because, I mean, we've... We've come to accept that women want sex just as much as men do. Yes. They just feel like society tells them that they're not allowed to say it. So mm-hmm. it, I'd be curious to know from women in general, you know, is, is that true? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Cool. Okay. Do you have like bad experiences that you were like, oh, this was terrible? Only kissing experiences. Oh, right. Fish. Yes, fish. <laughs> <laughs> so so people, um, and in this case it happened to be a girl for me, but, you know, that they, they kiss like a fish. And it's just, all they do is open and close their mouth. And, and it's just not, not gentle. It's not sensual. It's yeah, not, because, there's no passion behind it. Yeah, and I will say, there's, like, I'm okay with stage kissing. Because stage kissing is still... And by stage kissing, I mean, it's like what you see on TV where yeah. there's a lot of mouth movement, but in actuality, there's no tongue movement. Right. But there's still, there's that passion there that can be there. And and what you're talking about, and we both know this this lovely lady, um, she, yeah, there's just opening and closing mouth rhythmically, and there's no variation, no. or it's just like a fish breathing underwater. It's like, <laughs> wah, 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 kind of. <laughs> oh, God love her. Anyway, um, cool. Yeah. That's... Uh, yeah. So should we move to your first time now? Yeah, we can if you want. Yeah, we All right. 
I feel like I've put you on the spot for long enough. That's all right. Um, so at what point did you first realize you were attracted to boys? I don't know. Um, I can remember very early on um, having fantasies about, like, ass play mm-hmm. on me. And when I say very early on, I mean, like, like five and six you know how I don't know if you know this, but most a lot of children when they fall asleep, they're they fall asleep on their belly with their ass sticking up in the air. Yes, their knees are up at their chest. I did that. Yeah. Well, when I would fall asleep, I would fantasize about something going into my ass as I'm falling asleep, and I'm four, five, six. I'm early on, and that was an early fantasy that I had, um, which is still to me seems weird, but uh, that was I don't think I really thought of anything of it, mm-hmm. but. Past that, I would have probably said 18. Okay. Yeah. And what made you aware of this? Um, I ended up in a situation with a guy where he was, so it's someone that I'd worked together with and um, uh, we'll call him by his, his, the name that was his nickname. So nobody's ever going to figure out who this person is because I still don't know who this person is. <laughs> um but his name was Buzz, and uh, with a name like Buzz, you know, it's got to be good. Um, so, yeah, he invited me to, to, I'm using air quotes here, work out with him. Um, so I went over to his house, and uh, we went jogging for, I don't know, a little bit. And uh, got back to his place, and <laughs> in typical Southern, we started watching MacGyver. <laughs> Love it. Um, and so which is coming back, by the way. I know, right? I'm so excited about that. Yes. Ah, I'm so excited. It's gonna suck, but I can't. I don't care. I'm still gonna watch it. Um, but yeah. So, and then uh, I remember him, you know, sitting behind me and going, "Oh, do you mind if I give you a massage?" <laughs> me being, you know, eighteen naive, year old yeah. naive. I'm like, okay, sure. <laughs> um, and so he gave me a massage, and um. He moved down to the lower back, and he kept saying, is this okay? Is this okay? Which I got to give him props now. Yeah. Because he was, me, being naive, stupid me, had no idea what was going on. And I kept thinking, why is he asking me if At this is okay? At least he's asking for consent. Yeah, he was asking for consent. <laughs> yeah. And then he asked if, you know, you know can, can I put my hands on your front? And I'm like, okay, sure. And the next thing you know, he was grabbing my groin. And he was like, is this okay? And I'm like, that was that first moment. And I was like, yeah. This is okay. Were you uncomfortable? Other I was than wait, uncomfortable. other than the first bit, were you uncomfortable? Or after it felt good, were you like, "Oh, this is no, this is all right." I was terribly uncomfortable because this was really kind of the first sexual. So all throughout. Yeah, I mean, okay. it wasn't like I wasn't uncomfortable because of him and what was going on. I don't because I, I it. I mean, it was. I was totally consenting. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same point, I was, I was uncomfortable just because I had no idea what was going on. Right. Um, and but I kept consenting. Which I, I still, I'll sit with, you know, I'll sit with that. I was still consenting. Um, but, you know, after, you know, he massaged my groin for a little while, uh, <laughs> he was like, do, do you want to go, you know, my roommates will be back soon. Do you want to go to my bedroom? And, you know, at that point I was like, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> and so we went back to his bedroom and then we ended up, uh, you know, it's so, you know, at that point we were making out quite heartily um and the next thing you know i think it was me that started this i started going down on him 
Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, what are you doing? And I still remember what I said because he was like, what are you doing? And I said, what comes naturally? And it, it, that was one of those honest responses. This, com- this is coming naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was great. It and was, you're a very oral person anyway. I'm a very oral person. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. So, yeah. Um, after we were done and both su- sufficiently happy, um, yeah, I left and then I did, I still feel guilty and shame over this is that I pretty much driving home, I completely shut down. It was one of those, couldn't believe what I'd just done. What I'd just done was wrong. It's just over. That's what we're raised to believe. I know, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I just stopped taking us calls. I basically quit my job so we were no longer working together i was working multiple jobs anyway and i didn't need that job but i quit my job so i didn't see him and i just completely avoided him forever i I ghosted him before cell phones (laughs) yeah so i still feel bad about that i'd like to i'd like to apologize at some point to him but uh, it's not really possible yeah and he may not even remember it may not be a big thing he probably doesn't Yeah. yeah possibly i don't know um, you never know. Yeah, he was yeah. Uh, he was older than me. I was probably eighteen. He was probably twenty three, maybe. Yeah. Maybe twenty four. I don't know. He was he was older than me, but not much older than me. Right. Yeah. yeah. At that age, everybody's stupid. Seems to be similar. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. So, so that was um, that was the first time. So how long then was it before you did it again? Um, and if it wasn't with him, since you ghosted him, who was it with? So the next time I was married I was probably 20 uh, see 21 22 25 24 25 somewhere mm-hmm. around there um, and again it's so funny it's funny looking back pre grinder pre scruff true it's a lot harder to find people folks, isn't it? you all have it easy nowadays <laughs> back in my day <laughs> we were Yahoo chatting it <laughs> Um, I don't even remember how I would meet people. To be absolutely honest, I have no idea how I met people. We lived in Nashville, Tennessee at this time, which is not known for its um, gay culture. Um, it is now, but you know, 10, 15 years ago, it was not. It was all sort of underground, and I remember this guy lived – he definitely lived in, in the air quotes gay part of town. Mm-hmm. Um but I met him somehow through Yahoo Chat. Okay. Or it was basically pre-Craigslist even. Yeah. I mean, it was just like these meetup bulletin boards, mm-hmm. and you would find somebody, exchange a couple of emails, get on Yahoo Hey, folks. I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Chat, chat for a while. And I. It's funny because I still remember it pretty well. Like uh, we'd set up a date for a, a Saturday, and um, my wife at the time worked weekends, so that made it easy. Um, and so I remember texting or you know chatting him uh, on Yahoo um, the day of and say, "Are you still interested?" And I was like extremely nervous. And he was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot we were going to do this, but sure, come on over. <laughs> this is my address." And so I came over and. It was one of those funny situations where his house was a circle, basically, on the inside. Okay. And so he chose me through the living room and then through the kitchen, through this room, through this room. And then we end in the bedroom, which also connects to the living room. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the bedroom. And then we started making out. And at that point, I was sort of freaking out mm -hmm. um, because – and I remember at one point I was sh actually shaking with nerves. And he was like, um, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah. And he's like – because we don't have to do this. And I'm like, no, no, I want to. Right. And um, I actually faked an orgasm because I was so nervous. I just couldn't come. It was. Interesting. I was so nervous. Um, but wearing a condom makes it easy to fake right. an orgasm. And it's easy for guys to fake. Um, all the, they, they always say women have it easy. You know, women can fake it easier. But if you're wearing a condom, nobody knows. Trust me. So have you faked an orgasm since? Nope. <laughs> no, I don't think I have. Really? Do you think I have? Uh, no, I'm just asking. Oh, you look at me like you're like, <laughs> but I remember no, that time just, you did. It just seems surprising that if you did it that time, that you may not have done it again. I have never been that nervous. I have never, period, been that nervous okay. for sex um, than I was with him. I don't remember. I couldn't tell you anything about him. He, other than that, he was male and about my size. So what made it made you more nervous with him than the first time? Was it because you were married at yeah, that point? Yeah, because I'd been married at that point for four or five years. And at this point, I was officially cheating. Like, okay. I am doing something really wrong. Right. Um, and it was like, in my mind, this is, I'm, I'm, this is the it, I, irony. Um, this is confirming that I'm going to hell. So his headboard and I do remember this. This is funny. <laughs> I don't remember the dude, but I remember ab above his bed, there was about 15 different crosses. And it was it was beautifully done because he was clearly Catholic. Um, but they were all different shapes, sizes, materials, and they were sort of spread out over the over the bed in this gorgeous display of, of crucifixions and yeah. crosses over his bed. Um, and there may have been more than 15. There was a bunch like different sizes like some the size of my hand some like you know two feet by three feet wow. big crosses and little ones and they were all sort of randomly dispersed over the bed gorgeous i still think to myself like if a cross wasn't so specifically religious mm -hmm. it would be beautiful to do a wall like this mm -hmm. um yeah you know, but that was at the time being young and stupid. Right. I'm looking at that, going, "Well, this is clear. I'm, I'm now cheating <laughs> on my wife with a man in front of God." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that fucked me up. I could see why that would happen. Yeah, yeah. clearly. <laughs> um, and so yeah, it was uh, it was horrific, and um, 
it was bad sex. It was, I feel bad for him. I felt bad for me. But, um, in fact, later on, I asked him if he wanted to go again and I apologized for the first time and he basically ghosted me. So I was terrible, terrible, <laughs> but I'm okay with that. It's, it's old, old news. Would you say that was your worst time that or has there been another? The, no, that okay. was the absolute worst time ever. Oh God, it was so bad. I mean, cause I still remember, I, this is what's bad about it is I remember the room and the layout of the room more and I can't tell you anything about him. Yeah. Like <laughs> I know the colors of the wall. The wall was kind of this sort of brown gray. It was pretty mm-hmm. pretty brown gray. Brown gray doesn't sound pretty, but anyway. Uh yeah. Yeah. Hardwood floors. Really nice old house. <laughs> yup. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh that was the worst time and the second time ever. Cool. So how long after that? Did you were you pretty regular after that or did Mm-mm. it take a while to recover? No, there was shame, um, the shame, typical shame spiral. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was a place in Nashville called the Purple Onion, which I still love the name as a adult bookstore. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I like the name because it, it doesn't mean anything, but, but they had, um, I don't know, six or seven glory holes in there. Uh, so you go, you get yeah. your tokens. And I, I had a token for this place probably until we moved to Australia. Um, but you would go, and each room had glory holes. And so I would go, and uh, and it was one of those. You'd go into a room, and typically you'd go into a room, and then you'd hear, and you'd open the door, and someone would come in with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the first experience I ever had with a black guy. He came into the room, and, yeah, and it was so funny because I was so inexperienced. And this was probably a year and a half later. So this, and this okay, is so the a next good experience, bit later a long that. time because yeah. uh, you could park around back and you came in. But anyway, he comes in and uh, I, I remember him looking at me and going, oh, you're cute, white boy. <laughs> in, a, in a wonderful <laughs> southern draw. And, you know, me being goofy me, <laughs> thanks, <laughs> you know, and uh, he went down on me and like – Again, you know, so this is back when I'm, we were having, my ex-wife and I were having sex occasionally Mm -hmm. already. Um, And he, uh, uh, he, I I came quickly. And uh, then he he stands up and he's like, all right. And I was like, no, no, it's like my turn. (laughs) And so I start going down on him. And I went, I probably went down on him for like five steps. 10 minutes it was a long time and finally he just sort of uh patted my cheek and i looked up at him and he was like it's okay sweetheart he goes I, he goes I've, I've jacked off a bit too much you're not going to get anything out of me <laughs> <laughs> and then it was and then when he was gone and then i left and i don't i i went back to the purple onion a few times but it was hard to get if you could you know, there was only like four parking spaces out back and mm-hmm. nobody wanted to park out front um so yeah so then that leads me to a question Sure. Just talking about going down on guys and whatnot. Because you're clearly very good now with your mouth. Mm. But Practice makes perfect. I was going to ask, how did you get that way? Did you Was it simply practice? Did, did you get instructions from people? Because um, like, you're good at reading people as well. Now I am. I wasn't. Okay. I mean, I don't think... How long do you think it took you to get good? I, I think I had to become an adult. And I honestly don't think I was an adult until I was 28. Mm-hmm. Maybe even 30. I don't... I mean, like... Um, I think a lot of people, and I was included in this, are self-centric. Mm-hmm. Um, and at some point, I sort of switched over into no longer being self-centric and being 
I'm going to say you centric. I don't know what the opposite of self centric is, but not me. I, uh, other Just people focusing on the other so person. So now I'm, I'm so I, I don't con- I don't concern myself with my own orgasm now at all, mm-hmm. especially sexually. Um, but just in general life, I want others to be happy, and I'll do, I would sacrifice everything or anything to make even people I don't even know happy. Um, and, and maybe that's a problem, but I see that if that's if that's a problem, I think then our perception of of reality is a problem. But that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so I did have someone that I, I saw regularly. Um, gosh, I probably saw him once every other month for two years. Okay. Um, and, you know, you know, I, 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 I focused a lot on him. He was, he had been gay for, you know, forever. And he was about, about eight years older than me, which probably is also my pension for older guys. Um, but he sort of walked me into this into this era. But I always topped with him. I never bottomed. Okay. Um, I didn't start like enjoying bottoming until I was with you, mm-hmm. um, which is weird. <laughs> I, I still I'm a firm believer that all men would enjoy it if they could get past it. Yeah. And that was part of me. Give it a try and have a good partner. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You have to have someone who's patient and caring and sweet, um, and patient. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was, um, yeah. So I saw him like every other month for two years and do you think that helped you to get better or I think that helped me to get better orally because, you know, I don't know. It's really weird. Cause 'Cause then you can remember the first year I was, again, it was only focused on me. The only orgasm that mattered was mine. Mm. And I, again, I still feel guilty about that. I'm glad now that I'm, I'm not that way, but I think that is a, a, I think that's a problem with men in general, though, because I still come across those guys. Yeah. That, you know, they're the only person that matters is them. And, you know, that's fine. If that's There's girls that way, too, though. Not as bad. I don't think it's as common. Maybe. maybe. Um, there yeah. are women that are like that. Mm-hmm. But most most women. Again, I, I think it's because most uh, because a large number of men are the only orgasm that matters is mine. There's a large number of women who think the only orgasm that matters is theirs. Is, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that's society. You look at movies, you yep. look at whatever. It's, Absolutely. It's about the man, you know. Ugh. Yeah. But I yeah. digress. But yeah, so <laughs> yeah, he was, he was a sweet guy and I, I did him wrong as well. But most of the men in my life I have done some disservice to mm-hmm. up until the last five years. Just because you weren't comfortable with yourself? Yeah. Or? Oh, completely. Okay. Completely. I thought or felt or, air quotes, knew I was doing something wrong. Um, and so because you're doing something wrong, you can do wrong things and you don't make it any worse, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you can treat people poorly. You can ghost them for no reason. You can whatever. And it's probably, I'm just taking a guess, in the fact that at this point later on, you're meeting more people online, so they're complete strangers, yes. and it's easier to do that because it's not somebody that you know. Right. And it's not somebody you're going to see routinely. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's easy to, you know, dump them out as dishwasher. Right. Dish water. Yeah. Um, Which isn't right, but no. at the same time, you know. You, you, you're, you're, you, you justify you it justify to yourself. You justify it now, and you worry about yeah. it later. Yeah. So, you know, it's, um, I don't know, it's problematic. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, yeah, 
you know, because cause I'm trying to think the first time I really, like, it's funny because I sort of see when I switched over from that undercaring top young guy mm-hmm. to the overcaring bottom, I'm going to say middle-aged. I'm not, I know I'm not middle-aged, but, you know, I'm getting close. Um, adult guy because mm-hmm. the, the when i look at myself and i'm like oh i was under a, i was i was in a i was a kid and i was like all about me and i'm i'm only a top you know stay away from the ass mm-hmm. and then at some point that switched and i was like okay i'm versatile but i'm no longer a, i'm clearly no longer a kid in my own mind mm-hmm. i think that's you know what happened and then it was more about the, my partner rather than about me um, and I'm not exactly sure when that happened. There's one occasion that I can think of that that happened. But even past that, I was I was still a, a dick to some people. <laughs> I guess it was a slow turn, just transition. It wasn't a light switch. Wow. Well, yeah. Yeah. So there was a guy that I hooked up with in Southern California. I was traveling with colleagues, and um, it was one of those. I, after the bar, went to the room, got on Grinder. Who's around? This guy's three floors up. Well, that's easy. Let's go f- do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was an older guy, like well older, nearly twenty years older. Um, but he was convenient, right? And he was staunchly top. And he sort of that—that's the first time I remember really bottoming with somebody. Um, and it started out slow because he was good and patient. And su- he was a sweet guy. Um, and, yeah, it got pretty hardcore because I can remember opening up the blinds, the windows of the hotel, and me sort of hanging out of the hotel window and him behind me. And he's like, this is so fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm thinking to myself, because I'm scared of heights, I'm like, yeah, we're on the third floor. This is terrifying. <laughs> I was On actually, the bright side, I'm sure I was clenching, and it made it great for him. Yeah. I was just going to say, I'm surprised that the hotel window opened because so many of them don't, especially when uh, you're up really high. It was one of those really crank outs in an older place. Yeah. It was okay. Yeah. <laughs> especially yeah. once you get, like, you know, 10 floors or higher, they don't open anymore. When I say so. it was open, I mean, it was it was one of those crank outs. Yeah. You could still not jump out of right, it. But right. But my head was stuck out of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, – and that was actually a really, really good experience. Um because it was slow, he was patient. Right. Yeah. Well, it was nice. It's yeah. always good to have that as an early experience. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, because, yeah, I mean, as you know, anal play sucks if it's not done right. It's, yeah, it's um, not done right. You've, you've, yeah, it's, um, it's hard to do. It's difficult to do. But, yeah. So what would you say was your best time then? So I have a number of favorites that pop into my head and they're all favorites for different reasons. He was one of my favorites because it was that, that first time, like when I fantasize, you know, about it, I fantasize about that because it was, again, I like the older guys, 20 years is a bit much, but still, um, you're in your fantasies, you can dial things in and out, mm-hmm. um, but it was it was sexy it was it was it was dirty but it was still there was a connection it was a good connection there um and he and i spoke afterwards a lot 
Um, and then when fucking Grinder crashed, I lost his uh, information, so I have no idea who he is now. Yeah. But anyway, um, I would say another really favorite of mine was the night that Blue Steel and I went to the um, Sussex 357 down here, the sauna down yep. here. Um, because I think that was probably the first time that I really fully bottomed with him. Mm-hmm. And I was in a sling, in one of the swings, the sling or swings, whatever. And that was epic. And then we ended up, this is why I love this guy. We ran into somebody that he knew mm-hmm. at the club. And then <laughs> we, the three of us went into one of the mirrored rooms where there's mirrors everywhere. Yeah. So there's like 10,000 of you at that point. And at one point they were both sort of tag teaming on me. Oh. Um, and it was just one that of those awesome. wonderful experiences that I love. That's one that I still am like, if I could recreate a night, it, that would be one of those. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, <clears throat> I remember a time when Harry mm-hmm. was with us um, at our old place and was topping me. And he actually, like, he came. Mm-hmm. I mean, condom, of course. Yes. But I still think that was the first time that somebody had ever, like. I remember you saying that. Yeah. He, like, oh, my God, you had an orgasm inside of me. Yeah. That is important. You know, and that still is important to me. I like that. You know, it's like, it's, it's, there's something really, I'm always jealous of you because I'd love to find a partner in which you could do that bareback. And that's such a difficult thing to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, but I would love to experience that at least once in my life, mm-hmm. you know, to be like, I trust you and, and we, to have that experience. Um, and I don't know why it's important to me. I really don't. Do you think it would give you a deeper sense of connection? It would or give me, a, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. There, I mean, for me, that is something that, I mean, um, fluid bonding is an extreme form of connection mm-hmm. because there, uh, like, there's only two people, really, because I don't count oral as fluid bonding. Right. Is that weird? God, if, there's, if oral counts as fluid bonding, then the Are we going to go back to the, what's the definition of sex? Is we going to use Bill Clinton's definition? or? <laughs> I, for me, I, I will say that fluid bonding doesn't count for oral sex. Okay. I'm going to stick with that. That's fine. Um, it's, it's, it's what's yeah, right and for that's, you. And that's so, what works yeah. for me. Um, yeah. But, you know, but I would, you know, so if that's the case, then mm-hmm. there's only been two people I've ever been fluid bonded with. And that's mm-hmm. you and the previous wife. Um what would your number be? Would it be three or more? Three. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. But I'm envious of people who, you know, can have that I'm gonna say easy fluid bond with others because that's something that I would love to have. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm so overly cautious for both, you know, for millions of reasons. Most of them start with S and with I and have a T in the middle. Um, but, you know, um, then there's always that horrible, horrible STD, STI that you can get. The permanent one? Yeah, the one that lasts for 18 years. Yeah. Yeah, pregnancy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Um, well, it lasts for 18 years at home. <laughs> I know, right? You're responsible for it for 18 years. Yeah. Um, well, I guess at least it's curable. <laughs> but Anyway, sorry, that was ugly. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so where were we going with this? I'm, I, I got off rambling. I don't really know. Oh. We were just rambling. Yeah. 
That's kind of what we do best. It's true. <laughs> uh, other questions, concerns, comments, rude remarks? No. Yeah. Unless there's anything else you'd like to tell us about your time with boys. No, I can't think of I've told I feel like I've told you all kinds of things. Um so back to actually back to you. Do, do you feel shame or guilt or anything like that about being bi? No. Do you worry about like bi erasure and the fact that, you know, certain groups don't even recognize bisexuality so like the, you've got lesbian and gay or straight i don't worry too much about it because you don't think it affects you but i would say i think it's because it doesn't affect me in my day-to-day life it it is a problem i think um and especially for young people um who because i didn't really realize until i was much older but you know if, if i just I'm imagining here, if I were a kid or a teenager at school and you're trying to date girls, you're trying to date boys, that could be really hard because yeah. ki- kids aren't going to look favorably upon that, really. I wonder. Um, cause, you know, I don't know. I'm imagining yeah, in my head they wouldn't, but yeah. I couldn't be imagining when I was in school as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. And that's when which, I imagine when I was know, in school, it was, you know, because I, I You're know one I or would, the other. There is yeah. no in between. Yeah. But I didn't really realize until after that point. Yeah. And so, you know... Uh, I don't really know. Um, but day to day, it doesn't really affect me, but it does anger me sometimes when you see things and and people think that you have to be one or the other because you don't. And I don't, I think there's very few people who are. I think everybody's somewhere on the scale. And yeah. I, I think it would be really hard to say that, you know, you've never, you know, as far like you, you never looked at a guy and said, oh, wow, he's pretty good looking. What? Even if you're not going to have sex with them. You know? Yeah, exactly. And you know, I I think always the example I always think of is um, James Bond. Yeah. Like yeah. If you any of the Bonds except for Roger Moore, ugh, and Timothy Dalton, <laughs> ugh. Actually, okay. If you can't look at Daniel Craig or um, the Scottish one, uh, Sean Connery, if you can't look at at those two guys and go, wow, that guy's hot. The sexy guy. He's yeah. a sexy man. Yeah. There's something wrong with you. <laughs> There's there's just something wrong yeah. with you. Um, you know, but I don't feel guilt or shame over it at all, yeah. because I, to me, it's it it's a useless emotion and it, it doesn't do any good, and it and I don't feel like I'm doing anything wrong. I don't feel like I'm I'm just uh, being myself. And see, I still feel like I'm doing something wrong. Yeah. I wish I could fix that. I wish there I could, I could snap my fingers and say like, oh yeah, no, I'm not doing anything wrong. But there's still that stupid, you know, being raised in the South mm-hmm. and raised. Catholic, you know, hashtag Catholic guilt, Um, (laughs) you know, but I think what bugs me the most about it is we've come across a lot of profiles on RHP where, and I'm getting to where I will tolerate experimental when a guy is marked as experimental. I will tolerate that because when I hear experimental, that means I'll try anything. Mm -hmm. But when you, when your partner is, and we came across this today, your partner is, is, is marked as bi-curious. You're marked as straight. When you say partner, you're saying the female is marked yes. as bi-curious. Yes. And the male is marked as straight. Yes. But and then, we see this a lot. And then the male's like, well, actually, I'm bi. I just don't say it in the profile mm-hmm. because other guys, you know, or other couples won't play with us. My immediate attitude is, fuck them. I don't want to play with you. If you can't accept the fact that I am 
bisexual and either A, don't respect the fact that you don't want me to touch or sleep with you or, or be interested in you or whatever, or B, am not attracted to you because mm-hmm. let's be realistic. A lot of people think that bisexuality means that you are attracted to everyone, which is not the case, right? Yeah. You know, as a straight person, you're not attracted to everyone. Nope. As a gay person, you're not attracted to every person, every other gay person. You know, it's just like, that's frustrating. And I see that. And like, that's such, it's, I feel like I'm getting into a, a, a position in life where I'm bitter at those people and I'm like you know I'm not going to play with you now because you've admitted that you're bi but you've mm-hmm. labeled yourself as straight and the only reason you've labeled yourself as straight is so that other straight people aren't nervous scared around off. you or scared yeah. of you and at that point I'm like you know what we we aren't going to have enough in common right. for us to play and I think so there's I have two feelings about that one is that by marking themselves as straight and then only if you push them admitting that they're bi or saying that they're even bi-curious or whatever, um, they're just perpetuating that cycle. Yes. They're, they're not helping to break it at all. It's more that bi-erasure. Right. And then the other thing is, similar to you, is that if you say that and you say that you're straight on your public profile, but then in, in reality you're like, oh, well, no, I'm not actually, you know, I'm, I'm curious or I'm willing to play with guys or whatnot from a guy's perspective, then... I don't. I can't say that I really want to play with you because you're not being true to yourself. Yeah. And we want people who are comfortable in their skin and comfortable with themselves. You could be new. You could be exploring and figuring things out. That's fine. But at least be comfortable and own up to what you think you are. I'd rather you say I'm straight, but I and I'm not interested in guys. But I don't care that you, as a male, mm-hmm. I don't. I'd rather a male say I'm straight and not interested in guys than you say, you know, you're you're straight. But I'm actually interested in guys. You know, it's like, yeah. it's just frustrating. Ugh, they're not being crazy. true to themselves, yeah. I don't feel like. And and that's... And it, if, you'll, if you'll twist the reality about something like that, true. I feel like you'll twist reality for something else. Um, at what point do you tell me whatever I want to hear in order to get me in bed? Right. Not that I'm that high of a commodity, but, you know, you are. No, no. But it you happens know. with everybody, though. It's true. But I see that, you know, some people might be twisting twisting reality to sleep with you mm-hmm. um and you know i don't know it just drives me crazy yeah but you know, whatever but i also feel like that's kind of where we are in life is that we've both gotten to that point where we don't want to be around people if they're not a positive influence right, if they're not yeah. you know someone that we feel is going to enhance our experience not to bring it down and right, and yeah. if you have to pretend to be something that you're not in order to meet people, then you're probably not the kind of person that we want to hang out with anyway. I would agree with that. That's well, well said. You need to respond to these people then. (laughs) 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 Um, Anything else you want to wrap up or you want to, I don't have a question, like a question of the week. I don't either. Uh, I want more questions of the week. Hey, you out there listening to us. Yeah. You. Yeah. I see you. You're on the bus. Yeah. Look around. I'm talking to you. Email us. Talk to us. Send <laughs> us questions. We want to know what you wonder. We tell you all kinds of things. Yeah. <laughs> Probably more than you wanted to hear. But, uh, yeah. Give us a call. <laughs> Not a call, but, you know, a, a, a tweet. An email. An email, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, any, seriously, if um, anybody else, uh, anybody out there has any questions, um, comments, 
things they want to know about us. Yeah. Um, we recently booked flights to the U.S. That's yes, exciting. That we're going exciting. back, air quotes, home. Um, home is Sydney, but, you know, we're going back <laughs> to visit our family um, in January of next yes. week. We will pimp ourselves out for uh, – <laughs> upgrades to business class we are currently in economy storage whatever class uh we will cargo, hold. cargo hold class <laughs> we're actually traveling as pets um mr adam is going to put on his dog collar and <laughs> <laughs> uh mrs adam is going to look like a pussy yes i may have to contact trinity leather about getting a tail Ooh, yeah you and should some ears. and some ears yeah it's awesome um but yeah it's uh if uh, we are pimping ourselves out for business <laughs> class. Um, yeah, it'll be a good trip. We're going to go see our families um, for some of the time, of course. Wait, I thought you said it was going to be a good trip. Well, I'm getting to the good part. <laughs> and then we're going to spend a few days in, in New York as well. Um, New York. So likely keep, uh, keep posted for early next year, but it, we'll likely go to a swingers club while we're there. It's seven months away, so <laughs> I think you've got saying. time to wait. Yeah, yeah. We've got at least uh, two more podcasts. But I, we'll I am curious now, now, after being in Sydney and whatnot, to go to swingers clubs there and see what it's like compared to down I here. I sort of so. am, too, yeah. yeah. I sort of want to go to a sauna in New York as well, Ooh. because they're underground. Yeah. You can't go, but... Well, no, but I can hear about you your should, experience. You could tape yourself down and go as a boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I might get found out. You probably would, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it will. It, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. All right, let's wrap this mother up. All right. So um, you can find us at uh, au. Um, find us wherever podcasts are sold. Well, wherever you found this podcast. <laughs> um, you can uh, follow us on Twitter at at. The Atoms of Love. Or you can email your questions, comments, and rude remarks. Yes, we even like rude remarks. We listen to you, and we ignore you, and we might mock you a little. But bring if on you your just, rude remarks. If you need to get it out, just, just get it out. email yeah. it. Whip it out. Yeah. Just whip it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you email us at the Atoms, A-T-O-M-S, of love at gmail.com. Anything else you want to say? Excellent. No, yeah. you've covered everything. Yeah, I covered it all, baby. <laughs> all right, so we'll see you guys next time. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.